I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Sports Joe presents the GAA Hour. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the GAR. Uh, the National League is back. Niall is here with me to talk about it. And Niall, I love the National League. I, I, I do. I just think like big games every single weekend. Uh, there's always something to look forward to. Always something to talk about. League of Sundays back on a Sunday as well. It, it puts me in good form. It's all good, Lee. I'm like... We've had a lot of people kind of, you know, some people say that the split season isn't ideal and there's problems with the split season. But I think the best thing about it all is like we had a brilliant club season. Mm -hmm. It's only just after finishing. And now we're straight into National League. Loads of games every weekend now coming up. The Hurling will be back next week, so it's going to be even better. And, you know, we probably don't have a free weekend in in the year without brilliant club action. You don't have to care. I think it's the best thing. You don't have to even look at them pre-season competitions. Which is brilliant. So uh, it's all good. That's it. And just on the club season or the split season, sorry. I think because you're starved of intercounty football <coughs> for so long, when it does come back, you're really, you know, you're ready for it. Like I, I, I was really ready for this weekend, and then seeing like um, on Saturday night, I was just, I just, I just really enjoyed my Saturday night. Like I was working, but you know, sitting in to be able to watch Derry v Kerry and Tralee, Monaghan v Dublin and Croke Park, like. That's that's my ideal Saturday. I know I'm old, but yeah, like it's so long since we've seen a lot of the boys in action. Like you know, we've probably seen all the club games, and that's all been brilliant. And then to see the the county teams back, it's been so long from probably six months since they've they've all played. So um, it's great to get it all back. Yeah, and like I say, they kick things off. Uh, Derry v Kerry, Mickey Hart's first game in the <coughs> National League uh, in charge of Derry, and controversy before a ball was even kicked. Uh, he named the three Glen players, he named Keir McFall, Ethan Doherty and Connor Glass, who six days prior, <coughs> previous, had uh, won the club All-Ireland. So within six days, they not only made the journey to Tralee and they weren't only playing in the match, but they started. And I think they played, all of them played all 70 minutes, yeah. so I'm almost certain. Um, so like, that's a big call to make by heart. He says it was the players who made the decision. Kieran McFall said as much afterwards. Yeah. But uh, what else are you going to say? Yeah. Well, you 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 told me. What are your thoughts now? Well, she, you mentioned that there was a lot of controversy down in um, in Tralee about it, and there was a lot of controversy on Twitter as well because I put out a harmless enough tweet uh, 
as you as you do, like you're expected to be, you know, fairly kind of tame. Maybe you might get thirty <laughs> likes. You'd be happy enough, like yeah, you know. The little but endorphin hit. This one, yeah, keep you going for a while. <laughs> this one uh, ended up going mad on Twitter. There was like six hundred likes, but you, it's never the likes that uh, you look at. Mm-hmm. Like it's the replies. Like and it was about fifty replies. Like so. I, I kind of knew what it was like to walk in, in Wooly's shoes. Like, he, you know, the way his tweets, there's always a yeah. uh, big, like, there's lads giving out and calling them out. I, I found out what that life was, was all about uh, on Saturday night. And I have to say, it was fairly enjoyable. Yeah, it is. Now, uh, you tweeted saying you were against Mickey Hart's decision. Yeah, what I was think it so along I had no time for Mickey Hart Oof. playing the boys six, six days after winning. The All-Ireland Club. And I suppose I kind of had it in my head coming up to the game because um, I was listening to an interview with him after they won the McKenna Cup. And he was, he, he, this was the day or two days before the All-Ireland Club final. Uh, I think it was the day before. And Mickey Hart was like, he was asked about the strength of the panel. And he said, you know, we'll have the Glen boys back as soon as they get their thing over. And as soon as they get their thing taken care of. And like... It might have been just a slip of tongue, but like that isn't like, you know, yeah. it's an All-Ireland Club championship that, that thing, these yeah. boys have, you know, they were beaten at the last f- hurdle last year. It's probably the biggest thing in, in a lot of their lives and their thing. Like, so I kind of saw coming that he was going to start these Glen boys. So I was ready for him. And <laughs> uh, but the, the replies were hilarious, like on 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 my tweets, like uh, someone said, uh, all the Derry lads played and won the McKenna Cup recently. What's the difference? So what's the difference <laughs> between winning the McKenna Cup and uh, All Ireland Club? Like I, I replied with laughy face because I actually didn't know what else to say. <laughs> I think he was joking. I don't think he was. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he was. Another lad said, "You stick to hurling." That's fair. I've always said that. Which is, uh, which fair enough. Uh, next week I will be. The hurling will be back. That's fair. Then. Uh, Perhaps the three lads wanted to represent their county for their first Division 1 game in 10 years. That's fair enough, like. Yeah. Um, but what I would say to that is they will represent them next week yeah. as well, like. Playing yeah, yeah, yeah. In, what was the rush sort of thing? So, yeah. um, and I suppose uh, Mickey won't sleep tonight knowing that was another one. That was, that oh, was, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. And he hasn't either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, if only Mickey Hart had the managerial experience of yourself and all the other armchair critics out there. <laughs> Which is another good one. Uh, but I just thought that, look, it's going to be a long season. Ethan Doherty, Connor Lass in particular. You probably wouldn't mind McFall seeing as he missed last year. Mm-hmm. Ethan Doherty and Connor Lass have had two full years back to back, no break. Because last year they played the first round against Limerick mm-hmm. after losing the All-Ireland Club. And you can kind of take that because we're after losing and he wants to flush it out of the system. Do you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. But um, you just wondered, like, First of all, they're lucky. It's it's a good job for Mickey Hart anyway that nobody got injured because you could easily haven't been celebrating. Mm-hmm. It'd be you'd be more likely to pick up an injury, um, and you just think as well like it's a long year. Like yeah. I know people say that he wants to target the league and win um, at the very you know get off to a great start, but like just say come J- June like yeah like they've, they'll have played a lot of football by then. Like will they still be? Um, Loving it, like that's when you want them to be peaking and loving it, and maybe they will. But um, I would have said a, a break would have been nice, but that's just me. Yeah, I, I think I mean, like I say, that's just me. Uh, I, I would have been off the opinion that you take the decision out of their hands because I have no doubt that like some of them boys would have just stuck their hand up and said, 
you know, I'm not doing anything that weekend anyway. <laughs> you know, I'll play I'll play a game down against Kerry. Um, but maybe it, it should have just been taken out of their hands and be like, no, t- take a week off, you know, uh, yeah. celebrate with Glenn, get yourself right, and well, then come, ba- come back the following well, week. Well, when it's left in their hands, like, yeah. oh, we'd be glad to have you. Yeah. Like, if they, it's almost as if it's a test, like. Yeah, yeah, it, it probably was a feeling of that. Like, and, and listen, I'm sure that, like, them three boys built different than me. <laughs> you know, they, yeah. they probably are busting to get back in the dairy jersey. They're probably excited about the concept of, you know, Mickey Hart taking over and everything that comes with that. Um, they didn't get to work with him in preseason and things, so there's maybe an eagerness there, I'm sure. And just the prospect of playing against Kerry and Tralee, you know, All-Ireland finalists last year and, and sort of trying to rectify that loss in the semi-final last year. There, there, obviously, a lot of benefits come from it as well, but uh, I'm not I'm not too sure. I think a lot of it maybe came down to Mickey Hart he needs to win all the dairy people, uh, fans over, you know, obviously because of his allegiance to Tyrone and things, you know. It it won't take long if things were going wrong. A couple of losses here and there, you know, for people maybe to start turning, to start comparing them to <coughs> previous dairy managers. And the, I, I, I'll have a, a tweet waiting, Agent Hart. It's, it's already in my drafts. I'm going to put it out the second things go wrong. Um, but like, even if they win the league, say, it's yeah. not going to be like, oh, Mickey Hart is the saviour. Like, yeah. like, Mayo won the league last year. And they still had a bad year last year. Yeah, do you know what I well, mean? Like, well, it's I think it's a different winning the league. Is, it's it's nearly how you interpret it for different teams. Like it was important for Kerry to win the league under Jack O'Connor in his first year back. I think uh, it was just sort of a statement of intent. But then it, it didn't matter at all the following year, you know. And they could take the league a little bit easier. Um, and they still made the All Ireland final. I know they didn't win it in the end, but uh, it, it it is it is up in the air a little bit in that sense. Uh, and he did get away with it, Mickey Hart, in the sense that Gary won. Uh, the Glen Boys did they did all right. Kier McFall, I thought in particular, was was very fresh looking. Yeah. But even Doherty and, and Connor Glass, there was definitely signs of fatigue because it's a a lot to ask of them in the end. Um, I think I was just a bit disappointed too because I thought a whole what what was Derry missing last year, right? Uh, Probably a little bit of depth in the squad. So surely one of the top priorities this season was unearthing like new talent and giving opportunities. Like I really thought that Lachlan Murray was gonna come into this team a lot sooner, and uh, because he's not an under twenty this year, you know, in the previous years he's been coming off the bench, but he was still playing for the underage county teams. This year he's like a fully fledged senior player. So I thought, you know, and he's a high scoring forward, something that they, you know probably too reliant on Shane McGuigan. So I thought he was maybe going to get more of a an opportunity, but he was on the bench. Cormac Murphy was doing really well in the Mechanic Cup, and he was on the bench as he well. He won that free, did he, at the end? Yeah, he came yeah, on, and he, he, did, and, well and he did brilliantly. I just thought that, that was a good opportunity. You've seen um, other teams try a lot of young players and stuff and to good success. So I don't know. I just thought, what sort of statement does it make? I mean, the Derry fans are happy. They got the win. Uh, you got a lot of grief, so I'm happy. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> a lot of traction as well. Like, yeah, so. and you know what? It set me up probably. I'm going to take it. Like, yeah, I, because uh, I, then I'd, I'd written an article, like a match report afterwards, and it sort of said, uh, "Mickey Hart's Glen gamble pays off," but just about referring to the fact that they won by a point, and you know, Kerry missed some goal chances in the end. Yeah. There's no denying that, and I got loads of comments and an email and stuff about just about Derry. You know, <laughs> yeah. they dominated that match and stuff, and you can't help but think like, you can't mathematically win a game by any less than a point like so it is just about you yeah know, I, I don't know the dairy boys are coming for that's it, that's it. And I, I, like, what do we do i've been the biggest defender of mickey hart and dairy for a long time but uh, that'll end next week when uh Tyrone play them but and uh, they're definitely going to come out for me then but we'll talk about the match itself actually uh kerry were missing the clippers <clears throat> decided to give them a break even though 
uh, Fossa obviously went out of the club championship a little bit earlier than the previous two years. Mm. And it was the same with um, Bridget's or the Raskamen. They only played Robbie Dole in, in, in their match uh, mm. out with the Bridget's boys. Um, yeah, so Kerry missing the Cliffords and they gave a few new lads chances. Probably, a, do you know, a difficult enough mm-hmm. game and difficult conditions to kind of make a, a real breakthrough. Um, but... I suppose the game really kicked off in in the second half when when Kerry were chasing it, you know, yeah, yeah, and they had to come hard for it, and and they did in fairness, and they put Derry under a lot of pressure, and I suppose that was what they were saying on RT after was that even though like Sean Cavanaugh was even a little bit harsh, he was like, "This is Derry at their best," like you know, yeah, like that is that's too harsh. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't like, make any I know sense. maybe he just meant that they had their full strength, like in terms of the names on the sheet, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah, but um, and it was kind of making out that even though Derry won, that like Kerry would be happier, you yeah. know, because I know they did miss miss the goal chances, and Derry would probably be disappointed uh-huh. with the you know chances that they conceded, like because yeah. they wouldn't be used to that. So maybe that's a bit of a um small concern for them, like but um. Kamna was off the beat there a bit. Like, I mean, think, yeah. well, why would Derry be the same team now that they would be in the summer? Yeah, like, yeah, I know personnel probably won't be hugely different, but like every yeah. team improves, of course they do. Yeah, he kind of said this is as good as Derry are going to yeah. be. Yeah, like. and he kept referring to them as like this will be championship pitch yeah. and things, and I'm like, well, it just can't be because the weather alone, the time yeah. of the day that they're playing the match, just everything doesn't. It's none a compliment of that to the Derry fans that have been in our inboxes, like that yeah. we're talking about them like this. This yeah. is their first Division One game down in Tralee, and they're beating Kerry, Kerry and we're still, they're still like, oh yeah, like question marks and things like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I just think because their ceiling is so high, genuinely, I, re- yeah. I really do think. Like I think Derry are the favourites for the league, um, and I think they'll give the championship a real whack. And I thought they were excellent, especially in the first half. Like Kerry looked out of place and Shane mm. McGuigan in particular he's seems to take on even more responsibility this year you know, last year really cemented himself as uh, uh, one of the top forwards in the country um, we all knew he had that sort of yeah. potential but he's, he's earmarked now as that like, and, and, and he's shown it even this early in the season absolutely absolutely yeah he's he's class like he's yeah. he's one of the best that there is at the minute like the way he he just has, he plays with such confidence, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And he's just, you know, like he knows what he's doing. He's so good at turn lads. Even the way he was winning freeze there, yeah. he was kind of... Clever, is that Yeah, he was clever, like <laughs> is what you'd say. And he's he's so good to take his scores. Uh, just, um, yeah, he's uh, exceptional at the minute, like, and continuing his form into this year from last year, which is great for, for Derry, definitely. Yeah, uh, he's just so clinical. Um, the re- when Kerry finally did get a hold of the game again, it was because they, they pressed so high up the pitch and they wanted to stop Derry at the source, you know, because Derry like to uh, attack as early as they can and get the ball up the pitch as quickly as they can. And their tackling was just tenacious. And and then what that does as well, it really gets the crowd on side. So, like, the, the, the crowd in Tralee were, you know, you could hear, like, the sort of eruption of the cheer because mm. nothing, nothing gets you jeered up more than seeing your team genuinely trying yeah. like busting a gut in Absolutely. front of your eyes you know mm. and then and, and I, I thought that was warming to see like I mean and, and that's going to be a feature of Kerry this year because um, forget about even the Clippers coming back like if you're you know putting in that amount of effort and that tenacity so early on in the season and that's there's a skill in that as well you know like when to go and when to sit and 
Um, they were getting a lot of it right, and that's what clawed them back into the game. And it actually led to the goal chances, like Owen Lynch was off his line for one. There was a question mark whether Brendan Rodgers was pushed in the back or did Joe O'Connor get a hand in for that yeah. that sort of goal. Like, uh, 50-50, it was one of them where it was like, if he had a blue file, I probably wouldn't have said much, yeah, but he exactly. didn't, and I'm probably yeah. not going to say too much mm. either. I don't think it was like, you know, I don't think VAR would have changed it if we're going to get into that. Um, yeah. But uh, that that was probably the most impressive thing for me from, from Kerry's point of view and why they should at least be somewhat happy with, with, with how things worked out. Yeah. Well, they, they when they attacked Derry, like, and you could sense it in this, in the even from watching on television, how, you know, it brought the whole crowd into the game and it made it such a better game. And even, like, the chances all came from Kerry pressing Derry and putting them under pressure in possession. And when they were under pressure in possession... They coughed up a few and that mm-hmm. led to the goal chances. They obviously missed a few. But um, it's probably a bit of that is probably linked with Derry as well in that. Do you remember how Loud kind of played last year and that they were under Mickey Hart that they were all, they'd bomb up the field. Mm-hmm. And they nearly go, especially in the Leinster final, you could see it um, against Dublin when they were just, they'd go kamikaze nearly up the yeah. field and leave a lot of space behind like some of their defenders. And it was kind of that sort of space in behind for, for Derry um, this time, yeah. which, you know, is maybe that's what they, they'd be slightly worried about, I'd say. Um, but, yeah, the, Kerry had their chances and they probably should have taken them. The Stephen O'Brien one was yeah. was probably the the biggest chance, you know, that, yeah, that he, he... He just held on to them for too long. You could tell he, he was trying to lure the goalkeeper out so he could fist it over for the handy sort of palm goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Goalkeeper stood his ground and he just got closer and closer, got closer and closer to trouble then and then had to make his mind up. But at that stage, I still thought shooting was probably the best option. Um, but he went for the pass and uh, butchered it in a way. You could put yeah. that down to maybe lack of sharpness or whatever. Like decision making is probably the one thing that gets better throughout the season, isn't it? Yeah, you could put it down to Chrissy McCaig as well. He was very yeah. good that he stayed back. Yeah. He didn't like, he didn't commit, commit to. Yeah making like giving that option to Stephen O'Brien that like yeah. here you go you have Sean O'Shea here he didn't go to block him and he he made Stephen O'Brien kind of think about it then mm-hmm. and you know he was he was under a bit of pressure that way and he kind of ran straight at the goalie then as well he didn't really make an angle for it for the finish mm-hmm. and uh, then yeah McKay got the, the fist in and himself and Sean O'Shea actually yeah. had a great battle didn't they yeah they were at each other's throats the whole game it's good to see him out because like I think he said God, it was maybe even three years ago, the time that Donegal beat them by a point, whatever year that was, 2021 maybe, and Donegal beat them by a point uh, in the Ulster Championship. They, they hadn't won Ulster and stuff at this stage, and Chrissy admitted afterwards that he thought he was retired then. Do you know? Um, so to see him still there and, and getting all the fruits of his uh, efforts um, now in just at the latter stages of career is just so good to see because he's one of the best defenders in Ulster like definitely uh, still Derry's best defender um, man marker and I thought him and O'Shea had a really really good battle uh, it's interesting to see that like because teams are so used to preparing for Kerry and it's all about what do you do for the Clifford so that actually when you take the Cliffords out of it it's like well 
what do we do with our markers? You know, like who is the danger man? And you probably would say Sean O'Shea or I Sean O'Shea. Yeah. And um, it, and and it turned out that way. I thought I thought it was an excellent battle. But listen, Derry did get over the lane. You know, you can't you can't get too negative about beating um last year's All Ireland finalist away from home yeah. in your first game in Division One, and it's Tyrone next at home. You know, and the whole obviously Mickey Hart factor with that. That'll be a game that they're going to be well up for, and and we'll all be watching eagerly and. Some of us nervously, but uh, yeah, uh, the big no game, tweets maybe. Yeah, no tweets. No, uh, I'm going to delete my Actually, account. Maybe. Why not? <laughs> well, it depends what the result is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then straight after that, a thrilling game. Uh, you sort of have that thing, you know, where you go back to back games, and maybe even thinking, "Am I even ready to watch another game again?" <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, especially but when it's football. Like. Exactly. Oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm so used to agreeing with you off the back. Um, just because Dublin and Croke Park and. <laughs> the way they finished the season last year, you know, sometimes Dublin games can be a bit, can be a bit hard to watch because you know they're yeah. so efficient and 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 they can win games in, uh, so early in the match, but not against Monaghan apparently. Yeah, and even in the first half, Dublin were entertaining. I thought, yeah. like a lot more so than last year. Like you could even notice it in the first ten minutes. Like Kieran Kilkenny was doing a lot of kicking at the ball, yeah. which is something that we've criticised him for. Um, in the last few years that you know it's all hand passing and always taking the safe and he's edge. a brilliant kicker of the ball too unreal so. like like the point he got in the in the first half yeah was a beauty like but he's always been been able to do that and he he kicked one beauty into he kicked that one into Larkin O'Dell who then for, crossed it crossed it to Costello yeah, that, that was, was a beauty for as him. a passage of play that was yeah, unreal a real beauty and Great to see Kenny doing that. Then he kicked another one in on top of Con. Yeah. And you're thinking Dublin were on it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, just just on that pass. On did, did you see Cormac um then when he scored the goal and he was turning back to get back into position and the umpire accidentally whacked him on the head with the flag, yeah. the green flag. As soon as that yeah, just that passage you played and the umpire knocking trying to knock him out, I was like, Chill, I'm all in again. Yeah. <laughs> like his Saturday night live. He took you back in. I was actually impressed with Costello how well he took it. Like, yeah, just took the dump and went off. <laughs> some lads will get the belt <laughs> off the umpire and they'll be like, you. <laughs> like, do you know, you'd be bowling like. Yeah, he did. He, he, <laughs> he handled it with a lot of uh, Dignity. Yeah, dignity. That's exactly what it was. And uh, it, was some, it was some goal. Wasn't it, it some was pass by Odell? You're kind of thinking like, will he just turn back out here? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of inside forwards when they get the ball there and he played it like it was a real kind of creative pass wasn't yeah. it that he imagined that Costello would get there and great finish by Costello then and he played it in for Costello to take it without having to didn't break stride yeah like, break a stride perfect. that's exactly it yeah and it is funny because like in Gaelic football like when, you, when you're when you caught out in them way possessions uh, positions like crossing the ball is like a cardinal sin nearly you know like it's very you know, that's soccer yeah. You're saying everyone sure it's so easy for the defender, they just at least get a hand to it and, and knock it away. But like we've seen Shane Walsh do it for Chemical Croaks against Glenn. Oh, yeah. It's sort of similar. We kind of uh, only have seen that. Yeah, to be fair with the fog. Yeah. But this one was even better nearly. Um yeah. just uh the way he floated it and it was like inch perfect and then and then the the, the finish Picasso as well just, nice. just made it all the better nice. it was. But um as brilliant as Dublin were and they opened in a few minutes, uh, it was the Stephen O'Hanlon show really in the end. Uh he was just <laughs> Uh, the word electric is that that's how everyone has been described. Everyone him. said that. Like literally, yeah. that's that's like I know I can't think of another word or a better word because it fits yeah. so well because that is yeah. what he was like. He was just I mean, he could do no wrong. Yeah, he was electric, wasn't he? Yeah. Good man. Uh, he was in <laughs> fairness to him. Um so we've seen this before. He made his debut against Dublin yeah. six years ago in the league, come on to mark Johnny Cooper and come on and scored 
a unbelievable goal with his very first touch of the ball. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen it from Stephen O'Hanlon. He's, uh, we've seen him last year. He got an unbelievable goal in the championship. I think it was against Tyrone. Tyrone, yeah, yeah. Where he just created something out of nothing. That was before the Ronan O'Toole goal. That was the Ryan O'Toole, yeah. Uh, Ryan O'Toole, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just coming from nothing that this yeah. lad can create something. Um, like, just there's very few lads in Gaelic football to have the speed and dynamism and athleticism that he has. And the bravery. Yeah. Like, to, the bravery to, to, use to, to use it. Yeah. You know? Like, he was marking Owen Merchant, like, yeah. who is probably one of the fastest players in Gaelic football. If you were asked who is the fastest player, would you say it? You probably would say Owen Merchant. Yeah. We, Do you know, mm, not anymore. Yeah, well, no, Stephen O'Hanlon. Yeah, like... <laughs> they had a race. And do you remember <laughs> the second goal chance he created in uh-huh. the second half? Yeah, yeah. And he literally completely burned Owen Merchant, yeah. like, just stood him up a little kind of shimmy and he was gone. Yeah. Um, I can, I know Stephen, he, he's... Um, He's like a, he's a, he's big into, he was Nace, when Nace won that um, Hogan Cup, he was like their athletic performance coach. And I think he was kind of against saying strength and conditioning coach because he's so big into the plyometrics and all the hopping and the bounding in training that, you know, makes like, well, that shows. He he obviously had a basketball scholarship in America as well, which, you know, um, he'd obviously be springy enough when, when he's like that, but the athleticism, I, I think it's unbelievable yeah. to watch. And I suppose, obviously, like some of it is natural, but like it shows that um, I'd say there'd be a lot of lads coming to him for, for gym programs and that kind of thing, having watched how good he was um, at the weekend. Yeah, and I, I actually did like a, a column on this recently about what I think the most exciting player is in the modern game of Gaelic football. Like you think obviously of like David Clifford, Shane McGuigan, Dark Hanavan, the players that get scores on the board and that is exciting and it's great to watch is you know, especially some of the points that were scored at the weekend. But what really excites me and would like get you up off your seat is like the line breakers. The players who get yeah. the ball, who stop the lateral passing and go, Frigid, I'm just I'm gonna take the man on like like a Garth McKillness, a Brian yeah. Hurley, you know, like Absolutely. someone who grabs the ball from deep and goes they don't look like they're in a position where they're gonna cause a lot of danger, but then not Five seconds later, the ball's in the back of the net, you know, yeah. and, and it's all calls from them. Like Stephen that was O'Hanlon O'Hanlon's like a, all over yeah. on Saturday night there. Like yeah. he'd get the ball in midfield and he could just stop for a minute and have a look. And the whole crowd, the stadium was like up on their feet and you could see that something was about to happen here. And then he just did a little shimmy and he's gone. Yeah. And it was just like, Jesus, when he ran through for that second chance. I know the first one, we didn't even mention that. Uh, the, go- the goal itself, yeah. An Incredible. unbelievable finish. But when he went through for the second one, he was just sla- like slaloming in through loads <laughs> of boys. And um, like a lad out skiing nearly. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only criticism off him then is that when you have games like that, and like you've mentioned moments previously, is like, you're nearly in danger then of being described as mercurial and that why don't we see it more often? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or why don't they play through more often or why can't we get, get like, because I can't wait to see him again, but we might not get that same version again. And listen, obviously everyone has days when they're just on it and days when they're <laughs> off it or whatever, but like, consistency is definitely something you want to see yeah. that level at least. And I suppose as well, like it's first round of the league, it's a fairly open game, yeah, yeah, do you yeah. know, and it's in Croke Park, like that suits him down to the ground. Of course, like, yeah. Um, like it's, I suppose last year was the year that he really, do you know he he was he made a name for himself last year. Mm-hmm. Do you know in previous years he was on and off the panel. It was one year he wasn't. He didn't play with Monaghan. Do you know last year he made himself part of the team and he was a one of their main men in the forward line, one of their go-to men. 
and you're just like seeing what he did at the weekend, you'd be so excited to watch him now mm. for the rest of the year coming up like yeah. that. He can kick on from here because um he's he's just brilliant to watch like and gets people up off their feet. And even his interview yeah. was good. Like he didn't celebrate the goal or anything. Yeah. And he was kinda like, I'll watch it when I get home, see if it was any use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I re- really, really enjoyed him. Now. And uh, there was a lot of narratives actually around the Monaghan game in, in the sense that like, you've got all the retirements, first of all. Uh, Conor McManus is going to stay on, but he wasn't. he's not going to be involved probably in a lot of the league games. Uh, but Rory Began and his potential move to the NFL, yeah. being in America, he's actually in the panel still and he's still training with the Monaghan team. Yeah, I think it's next month it's, or yeah. February it starts. Like. So he's, keep, he's keeping his hand in anyway. Yeah. But... Uh, it just meant then that there was a lot of pressure on Darren McDonnell uh, in nets and like because it just looked weird seeing a keeper yeah. in a Monaghan jersey. Well, that it was wasn't the first time in 124 games. That, that's, first time since 2013. That is insane. That he has like like you'd kind of think of Darren McDonnell, wouldn't you? And you yeah. see he's a good goal. Like he was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And he, he made a good save. Who was it? The goal chance. It wasn't Odell, was it? But uh, like he, you know, he made himself big, and, and yeah. it, so he showed like his actual goalkeeping ability. The catch he made yeah. as well. Do you remember that? He got mm-hmm. some of the kickouts way lovely. He was so calm on the ball, mm-hmm. even too calm at one stage. Yeah, that's right. Do you remember, yeah. he was so calm. Yeah, and he got he got the foul in the end. He yeah. was lucky. He was a bit lucky. In a bit, like, <laughs> but like you think of him, like he's such a good goalie. He's probably similar age to Began, and he hasn't got to play for Monaghan, maybe other than the McKenna Cup game yeah. here or there. Like, isn't that mad? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's testament to Began, first of it all. But, like, like it, it would have been very warming, I think, for Monaghan fans to see <coughs> just how good he was. And, and he kicked a 45 as well, which was obviously, yeah. or was it a free? Yeah, 45. Yeah, 45. And then, and he, and he, and he you know, he stroked it over the bar lovely. And, um, like you say, his kickouts were excellent. So I think it was, a lot of Monaghan fans were maybe, oh, okay, you yeah. know, because it's such a big hole to fill. Oh, huge. Like, because, t- like, we all talk about how important goalies are now. Like we'll talk about Niall Morgan later, how mm-hmm. good he was. Himself and Began are just on a different level. Yeah, that definitely. they're nearly their team's most important players. Yeah, but your man was was very good, and he's a Clontibbert clubmate of Vinnie Corey. So Vinnie, obviously as a defender, like he would have played in front of McDonald for mm-hmm. a lot. Like so, he knows how good he is and um, how good he can be. So that was like he 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 knows him. Um, I thought Vinnie Corey's interview was very funny on yeah. TG Carr. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. Where he's kind of, I think he said it tr- three times. He said, yeah. well, listen, we hope he comes to his senses and comes yeah. back to us. Yeah, he said it in RTE and then he said it uh, someone else. Maybe he it was off the ball it or something. He said it and TG Carr. Yeah, <laughs> he was just loving it. Like he's, He came up with it. He obviously got a little giggle at home when he said it. And then he's like, that'll be my lane. Yeah. My throwaway lane to use. Um, it was a brilliant interview. He it was. He was real relaxed. Like even talking about McManus, he was like, there's more sand at the bottom of that clock than there is at the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's unreal. Um, and what I really like about him too, even with like interviews like that and stuff, is that, and maybe it's because he doesn't have the same, what's the word, like, you know, when you, like profile, a, profile yeah, as a Mickey Hart or a Jim McGuinness. And, you yeah. know, where the manager's nearly as big as the team in terms of just their name. Yeah. Um, but he goes under the radar and he's doing such an unbelievable job. Unreal, yeah. You know, like, look how they were last year. I know people are trying to see if it's like, was that just a fluke, a one-off? Did he squeeze the last, like, mm. little bit of life out of an aging team? Um, but they've got off to a brilliant start. And then, most importantly, probably, given all the retirements, uh, blooded young players. Yeah. Um, and your young fella, is it Kieran McNulty? 
Kevin uh, did unreal for fantastic. one. He got the the winning point and yeah. he the goal he got was lovely. It was. And he took it so well, cut across the defender, and it was just like it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, he was doing that thing where it's, you're either going to trip me up or you're going to leave me and yeah, I'm going to go for it the It was goal. the opposite to what Stephen O'Brien did, really. Yes, exactly. In that he made himself an angle for yeah. the finish and did it, finished it lovely. Yeah, he did He did brilliantly. And then that break at the end, of all the people in the Dublin team to give the ball away. I know. Brian Fenton. That was yeah. weird to see, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. It's just like, yeah, them, and he just give it to them. <laughs> like, you you know, expect like, Yeah, because you just were sure once... Um, the Monaghan fella, I think it was Lennon, he he missed the ball down at the corner. And you're thinking, oh no, like this is going to um this is going to be the end now. Because yeah. Dublin have the ball, the clock is almost up. Fenton ha- has the ball. Um so that was um a big surprise, but he wasn't the only um young fella who impressed for um Monaghan. Like your man Hamill was very good wing forward. Mm-hmm. He showed great pace, he won the penalty as well. Um, Killian Neville back fullback. I know he's not a young lad, but he was back there one of the first times we've seen him there. He's more of a midfielder, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he was back in Conor Callaghan and did very well. He's real aggressive, and do you know you get nothing easy off him? No, absolutely um, not. What, what do you think of Conor Callaghan in, in, in like recent games or something? Like Dublin can't seem to bring the best out of him anymore. I don't know if that's maybe being harsh. Yeah, maybe. I suppose it's like you you wouldn't. Um, you definitely wouldn't write him off, like no, you know, like we, you know what he can do. You yeah. know, yeah, but he had probably had didn't have the best year last year, and they're maybe not getting the best out of him. Um, sorry, it wasn't Lennon that I think it was it was Woods that missed that ball at the end yes. when it went out over the sideline. Um, so yeah, um, Con. In fairness, he still won a few frees, but yeah, we haven't seen him kind of create the goals. Yeah. You know that you're used to with him, because like. it was the conversation was who's better, David Clifford or Conor Callahan? Yeah, and you could make a really serious case for either of them. Do you know it was pretty much down the yeah. middle, but no one's really having that conversation anymore. Do you know? And I was just wondering, yeah. like, I wonder, is it Dublin's fault? You know, is it could Con, be like. Con coming back from that injury? Like he was out for a good while, yeah, before last season. You know, but like I, I have no doubt he'll, he'll, he'll find form again. Um, speaking of young players, Tyrone uh, against Ross Common, they had six debutants. And I lay, I was like a little bit nervous. You know, there's there's something a bit nerving when you're going up against a team like Ross Common, who are who take the league very seriously, and uh, they were brilliant last year in it as well. And you're seeing the forward line, and you're sort of thinking, God, you know, the, none of these boys have actually had experience at this level yeah. before. But it it, w- it was the best thing for it because Trum just desperately need 
needed fresh faces and the likes of Niall Devlin and Ben Cullen and uh, Shawnee O'Donnell. Uh, they were all fantastic. Um, Trone, I thought, were, were excellent in the first half. Uh, all of the forwards bar Peter Hart scored in yeah. the first half. Against the Breeze? Uh, that was with the breeze. With the breeze. With the breeze in the first yeah. half, yeah. And then the and that's the thing with the breeze, like the players who were just smart enough to use it as well. Um so Ross Common really sat back knowing, you know, that they're they're gonna be on like a bit of an onslaught. Yeah. Um, try to really uh, protect the D and, and sort of be condensed. But like Potty Hamsey hit a wonder point outside the right. He loves that. He did. Knowing that the wind's on his back, that Michael McKernan, his Kalilan teammate, was obviously like, Well, I can do that too. And you know, and then he kicks yeah. to himself. Uh and, you know, sort of nearly just beating the blanket defence by shooting from distance. Yeah. Um, and then the variety of scores as well, because, you know, we'd said it umpteenth amount of times last year that Trump weren't getting enough from their their half forwards and maybe even the half backs and stuff. But it was seven different scores in the first half, a lot of them all from the debutants. Dara Kianovan was, was on fire. And I was really happy to see, too, Michael McKernan at number six, because I think that's a position that we've been a bit, we don't know how to fill. You know, in mm. recent years, I think Michael O'Neill was holding it when we won the All Ireland in twenty twenty one. But he had he's been suffering with a lot of injuries since yeah. then. And then coming but in and out, they who played was him there at last eleven. Year? Was it was Rory Brennan? No. Well, uh, I think Hamsey was in it for some of the oh, games. Yeah. Ronan McNamee was playing in some of the games, but by the end of it, he was Seems definitely replace him as well. Yeah, McNamee. That's it exactly. Yeah. Um, and then you got players like Niall Slutton who are missing as well. But Petey Hart at number eleven, I thought they got the best out of him there. Uh, where he got really involved with the game. I like Michael McKernan at six because I actually think he's one of our better ball players. He's very fast. He's very direct. Even yeah. late on in the game, and he's he's bulked out so much now. You know, he wasn't like when he broke onto the throne team. He was this speedy cornerback who could really break forward from the wings. But now, you know, he's bursting through people, and and he's a real leader in the team. So <laughs> there's you know, a lot of a lot of positives uh, uh, from the throne point of view. Obviously, uh, Ross Common were missing players. The St. Bridget's lads. And um, Smith, and Smith, yeah, but like Tyrone had uh, absentees that are still to come back, like yeah. Kieran McGeary, Connor Myler, Darren McCurry, Cahill McShane, Matty Donnelly will probably miss the league. Hopefully, be back sort of for the championship. So it was, yeah. it was a big win. Um, in the second half, a little bit of controversy when Con Kilpatrick was sent off. Did you see it? I did. Yeah, um, I did. Um, it was a harsh right card, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, so. I, I don't know. Like, like it's. It is them things to be fair in real time when you're watching them, like uh, and the benefit of a replay, it's as clear as day that it's not a red card. I yeah. think you know he's, he's just bigger. You know? He's your man. Yeah, that he ran into was a lot smaller than him. Yeah. He just ran into him, probably a bit clumsy. You'd say yellow card. But you know, if you see that in the corner, you're a yeah. maybe. You might think it's a thump. Like. Yeah, and 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 the impact of the fall and whatever, yeah. like you, you you could sort of see. Yeah, well, like some people were saying that there was some like afters and that mm-hmm. he could have hit someone. But like the TG car cameras actually showed a good bit of that. Yeah. And it was more like if that was what it was, it was just a push like yeah, and, just shoving. and maybe like nothing nothing out of the ordinary, like yeah. And he was raging as well. Like Yeah, he was so good. Well Fergal um, Logan says they're gonna appeal it, so he seems yeah, confident like he that. he he does, yeah. So yeah. There, maybe there wasn't too much in it. But I thought your man Brian Kennedy was unbelievable yeah. in his absence. Isn't he some yeah. powerhouse? He's he's actually been appointed uh vice captain. So yeah. Peter Hart's now been made captain and Brian Kennedy's been made vice captain for whatever reason, you know, to her and whatever. Probably just this whole freshness idea. You know, we're gonna bring in loads of new players. Obviously Potty Hamsey was still playing and he was brilliant. But um you could see why they would give that responsibility to Kennedy because when Con Kilpatrick left the pitch and he was sort of I guess isolated. 
uh, I thought he really stood up. He was he's just like your old style midfielder, isn't he? Yeah. He's a yeah. bull. He's so strong. Like Yeah. Big guy loves to fetch it and him just break through people, yeah. you know. Yeah, but, like he but can he's just still smart run, with it. He can yeah. run through lads as yeah. if they're not really there. Like Yeah, no, I, I I thought he was unreal. And then obviously the, the, the standout performance was a man of the match was, was Dara Canavan. Um if he stays fit, then Trone will sort of always have a chance in, yeah. in beating teams, yeah. you know, because he's that good now. Yeah, he's he was class there yesterday, just kicking points. There was one point, um, do you remember the one Hamsey just kind of pa- fist passed it to him mm-hmm. and it was like, there was nothing on, like, and and Hamsey wasn't even trying to create a chance. It was just kind of like, here, here's the ball, like, yeah. and like Canavan in the blink of an eye just shoots it over the bar. They were against the breeze in the second half. Yeah. And, you know, there was two worse comments and he was so quick to kick it. Like, he's so yeah. quick to shoot, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And just Ball the shoots, foot is just, yeah, is like lightning. Shoots on sight, like, and when he's in that kind of form, mm-hmm. just get the ball to him, like. Um, yeah, like, we impressed with... Shawnee O'Donnell is very lively looking mm-hmm. player, like, and all them forwards. Um, your R- man R- Daly R- got three points yeah, Ni- from Ni- play. And uh, Niall Devlin, he was captain. You know, this is this is that under-20 team that yeah, won the All-Ireland a couple of years ago. And they'd reached an All-Ireland final, a lot of these boys, in the minors in 2021. Mm. So, you know, like, a lot of that, you, you, can't, you can't put too much emphasis on the experiences that that gives you and how well that prepares you for senior football. Yeah. Um, and, they, you know, they've been training with these lads now for a couple of years who are, all, most of them had won an All-Ireland themselves at senior level. Um, so, transitionally, like, it probably actually should have happened a bit sooner. But they're there, and and, yeah. and um, it, it's good to see. Look, it was only one game, and they'll be up against a much bigger test next week against Derry. But the mood's definitely a little bit better. Yeah, that'll be a good one, one to Tyrone and Derry with the Mickey yeah. Hart thing, just a bit of crack. Yeah. Um, and it, like, who, who he, it'd be interesting to see how he sets up against Tyrone, because like, who knows Tyrone better than than Mickey Hart? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was in a. Did you notice as well, like, just how much more what's the word like established? Dark Anavan looked. Yeah, he amongst looked, all the younger yeah. fellas and stuff as well. Yeah. You know, like he was. I wouldn't even go as far as saying leader because he is still just a, like I think he's only twenty. Uh, he is though. He is the leader now. Like oh, well, on a day like he's yesterday, the, he's the stand up and be counted guy. Yeah, you know. But I'm not too sure. Like he'll be grabbing lads and you know, yeah. for, or maybe he is. You know, I, I don't. I wouldn't say he's that type, but like yeah. he probably he's looking around at the lads and, and sees their what, like, 19, 20, mm-hmm. and he's like, I've been here a few years now, like, this is, like, I'm, yeah. I, I can show these lads what to do, like, you know? Yeah. And um, he's brilliant to watch, isn't he? Even when he kicked one of the points, like, and you could see uh, the Roscommon cornerback, I think it was Dave Murray, kind of mm-hmm. went into him, and Canavan just kind of laughing at him. Yeah. He's always laughing, like, and smiling, just, just and it's not nastiness either, do you know? Like, kicking beautiful points and then just laughing about it. Having a little laugh. Like, like, yeah, it was in its weird Stevie O'Neill on the show, I remember he compared them to... Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho, you yeah. know, that's a great one, isn't it? Like, you yeah. know, just do a bit of magic and then be delighted with yourself, why not? Yeah, like, you yeah, know? yeah. It, it is good to see. And then lastly, just in terms of televised games anyway, in Division 1, uh, Mayo v Galway, uh, Connick v Connick, you know, two big rivals, you're expecting <coughs> something big, especially because the other games were also entertaining, yeah. particularly those on Saturday night, but it probably didn't live up to it now. I didn't know. It was in Pierce Stadium and... Should we know what it's like in Salt Hill of a January Sunday, yeah. and of a, like the wind is blowing, and it's probably really hard to play football. But in fairness to Mayo, they were against the breeze in in the first half, and apparently Galway had won the toss, mm-hmm. so they opted to go with the wind, and Mayo just brought all the like front foot diamondism and ambition and purpose, 
and you know they were attacking Everton with purpose from the start um, I suppose Owen McLaughlin's early goal just kind of summed it up is that not the most Owen McLaughlin goal ever to well usually he, he misses them like, uh, well, not, not, to always. Be, not to be harsh <laughs> on him like, but he doesn't like he, he makes so many he yeah. creates so many chances like because he he's does. so fast and strong and direct he's always in the position and sometimes he doesn't take them he took yeah. it lovely but he's always a one. full pelt when he's taking them oh, to be fair it must be pelt. so hard like. he's, uh, he's 100 miles an hour yeah. like yeah. Um, but like it kind of summed it up didn't it that he ran in behind and the Galway lads were a bit just asleep yeah. And they weren't attacking it like and they had the wind in their yeah. home stadium and they had a bad year last year and they were just kinda Did they just showed like a lack nothing. of um I don't know, like adventure or something like uh, just I, a lack of determination even. Yeah. It was, they were know. they were very passive and slow. Passive, yeah, and, that's it. And, and and with the wind on their backs I just thought, you know, like well and they they opted to go that way, hopefully probably the idea being you know, let's get the scoreboard ticking yeah. early, and then you know, Homer is huge for them. Isn't he, he? he obviously is. Like, he obviously is. And you know what? I would say, in fairness, in terms of the players that they're missing, I would say they're. If you think of the three leaders in the team, you know, like a Sean Kelly and like a, a Damian Comer, even Silk, a Matthew, Conroy, come on, and Tierney yeah, last year was Matt. He, he came on, you know. Yeah. I know, but like I, I could go through pretty much every team that played at the weekend and, and name you a list of huge players that were missing. Sure, so, Monaghan were missing about ten lads. Exactly. Like. Yeah, yeah. You know, Monaghan, Roscommon, and Tyrone. Uh, no, not Derry. <laughs> they hit everyone. They hit everyone. <laughs> Kerry, everyone. obviously, the Cliffords. Do you know, like, it's I mean, the way the team, a team plays, though. Yeah. Like, and it shouldn't really matter who's there. Yeah, exactly. You know, they should all oh. be able to sort of fit in and, and, and do the task at hand. And yeah. I don't know. It, it just looks it looks a little bit outdated, really laborious and slow and lateral. And yeah. I don't know. They played Shane Walsh at 11, and I think that was probably because, given the weather, they weren't going to be kicking it in a lot. A lot. And then without Comer and stuff, they maybe wanted him. He could kick as involved. from scores yeah. from distance as well. But yeah, he didn't but really like, get into it too much. No, I mean, you know, he, he, he looked like he, he, he could be a bit lost at times. But mm. um, I think a lot of it's just credit to Mayo, really. Um, they are always adventurous. They're always brilliant to watch, to be fair to them. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, and I was curious to see, was McStay going to stick with Ian O'Shea, the whole up front thing, corner forward? <laughs> now, he did come deep a lot. But that was probably a game because against the wind they weren't going to be kicking it in yeah. loads anyway. Um, and I, I thought he played well. Uh, they started with Tommy Conroy in full forward. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, there's a man that's really going to want to yeah. be a starter again this yeah, year. Yeah, because he's fully back now. Like, yeah. You know, last year was his first year back. And he had that whole... Crucious. Yeah, but he, he came off the bench and he would get a goal every now and again. And then yeah. it became that, oh, I will save him for the last hand. Yeah. It was nearly, you know... Uh, it's his time now, like yeah, yeah. exactly. And so, he was good yesterday. It was, yeah, yeah. And Ryan O'Donoghue was always involved. Did you Some, see? His yeah, black card, Ryan. Black card, yeah. Just a wee kick out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he loves it so he yeah. does. Um, they were very good though, weren't they? I thought yeah. Sam Callan, he was centre back, and he's great to watch. Yeah, like I remember watching him for Balna against Carfin, and he was brilliant that day. Mm-hmm. And same again, he's so so much pace and go forward every time he gets the ball. Yeah. Um, and I was delighted to see Fergal Boland back because remember we were interviewing him when Turin were in the All Ireland hurling final uh-huh. intermediate. Uh, they lost that to Moanlean last year, but he'd been dropped off the panel. And you know he's he's a lad with a great attitude, like, and he said I wouldn't be the sort of fella to start arguing or anything or to cause any conflict. Um, he Kevin McStay gives you one or two reasons why you're gone or let go and basically it's up to you then it's up to me now if I want to force my way back onto the panel it's as simple as that um, you just have to come back a better player like didn't he take it very well like yeah and apparently yeah. they had it um, on the radio yesterday that he was going down to Australia and that was his plan for the year 
and you know going traveling but Max Day called him into the panel and you know it's a big move for him to say I'm going to stay like yeah he's seen the opportunity and yeah. he's like well then because you always hear that role reversal football doesn't yeah. it like yeah and then he was brilliant I was delighted for him he was brilliant and I think he should have got man in the match like I know they mm-hmm. gave it to Paddy Durkin but I'd have both Boland deserved it yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he was, he was fantastic and it, and it was really good to see. Um, that's all we have time for in terms of part one. We're going to come back with our new segment, The Players' Problems, where we hear from you, the listeners, and we'll get stuck into some Division 2 games as well. Okay, so we're back here with our Players' Problems section, which is a new one where we're asking you, our audience, to send us in whatever you want uh, us to talk about. We'll talk about Anton Goes. Uh, as Lee said to me <laughs> yesterday, it's uh, open on our chat box there on Instagram. We'll do it every Sunday from now on, but we got some crackers in today, Lee. Good, we really I, can't, have, I can't wait. We really have. Um, so we'll get through them fairly snappy. Um, someone is asking, is the four-step rule, has it been done away with? Yeah. <laughs> do you think? Was it ever? Maybe to be, like, has it ever been? Um, four-step rule. I've, I was always taught that it was a four-second rule, do you know, because yeah. some people take more well, steps and less like... steps, you know, because if it was a four-step rule, you could stand still with the ball, technically speaking. Yeah. Do you know? But you can't. You can't. Of course yeah. you can't. No, because it's, it's supposed to be four seconds, yeah. and then, I don't know, it's down to how fast or slow a referee. Yeah, the steps one is so hard to call. It's so hard to call. Because if and the lad's getting tackled, you don't... It's only a lad only gets caught if he's diddly dallying. Yeah. And he's going nowhere. And, and he I, looks like he's going I'd nowhere. be a fan of referees when there's a goal chance on. Just giving them the benefit of the doubt. Four and a half seconds, you know. Like, you could nearly make a point that Paddy McBrady was, like, oh. teetering towards being, like, slightly long. on the, You know, when he took that extra dummy and went in. But yeah. I thought he was... McBrady took... I counted this. He took nine steps. Yeah, but you wouldn't even notice. Oh, Yeah. Well, w- within four seconds, maybe. Yeah, you, <laughs> you won't know. notice it because he's going for a goal. Yeah. But do you remember, Lara Cor- you probably don't remember this, Larry Corbett in 2010, I'll in final. He took about eight steps, but nobody mentions it because yeah. he's going for a goal, like, and he means business. Every- everyone has at least one in their head. business, you're all right. Yeah, like I remember one um, as well, Sean Cavanaugh against Dublin in 2008. I think yeah. it was the quarterfinal. It was a brilliant goal, but he maybe took six, seven roughly, you know, yeah. steps. Um, so it's I think loud, it depends on the side at what end of the pitch you are. Like they, they can be very harsh on defenders when you're coming out of, especially if the play is slow yeah. and you're holding on to it and the crowd are a bit upset and whatever and you've carried that ball just a little bit too long yeah. um, and then the referee's more likely to blow it. So I, I would put it down. It, it's, it's just another thing that's up for interpretation, isn't it? Having an old-style manager who just wants hits and not worried about football. Embrace it, lad. Just go and hit people. <laughs> Get stuck in, like you know. Give the manager what he wants, and you'll definitely be playing. Um, I've definitely had managers like that before. They think it's like it's as good as a goal when you give a man a big dig. Um, not that I've ever done that. I mean, score a goal or give a big dig. <laughs> uh, I'd be a smaller fellow on the pitch, so I'd be um, uh, probably the one at the other end of, of those digs. So I don't want to uh, play against this I'd say you're just making thing. yourself out now as a good boy here. Uh, yeah. No, I am. I'm as good as gold, really. Um, Harlan, surely. That, that, that's, he must be talking about Harlan. That's a, that's a uh, Harlan. Guy. I don't know. Like, you kind of want a mix. You don't want a lad who's too modern. You don't want a lad who's too yeah. stuck in the past either. No, no. You don't so. want man who's like counting your calories for you and then you also don't want to get running laps. Like, like, yeah, there. yeah. I don't mind lad breaking her off a table, like no. <laughs> yeah, you know, get, does it get you going? Like sometimes. Yeah, if they do it too much, then it loses all effect. Yeah, uh, I can't make training. Should I call or text my manager? Now I like this one. Yeah, well, go on. You. That's you a go. good question. Like, would you would you call or text? 
I think I I would call. Uh, I think it's the. I think you should call, because um, I think I think like if if you're committed, like, and you have a reason not to make training, just tell tell your manager the reason. I think they always appreciate it more. Yeah. If you ring them, and I think you feel better as well if you yeah, ring you them. Yeah, you do. Yeah, uh, you can really get into your own head when you tax them. Um, and then you're like, it's oh, he's think, annoyed. <laughs> you know, think like, about you know, it, yeah, you'd be like, will I call this lad now or will I text Yeah, him? and he could be at work or whatever and you've texted him and maybe been a couple of hours since he's replied and now you're just, you've got the dread sort of thing. I wouldn't know, I just always go to training. I know you're always calling your manager. Yeah. Uh, trying to get out of it. But uh, calling just seems like, it's, it's just more of a sign of respect to you, isn't it? But then as opposed to you're thinking, if six boys don't go to training, that manager's got six phone calls. And if you're the sixth man that's yeah, rang him. Yeah, but like <laughs> if you ring him like and he doesn't answer, like you've yeah. rang him. That's true, yeah. Then you can send your text. You like. should just ring in and hang up after two seconds and he'll see the missed call. Yeah, but if he's and on his on phone, him. he'll be like, he'll see you. Like. Uh, I can't get through to you, mate. I'm trying to <laughs> desperately tell you. Uh, I think you should call because if yeah. you're not in hide, you just say it and you might even have a bit of crack with him on the phone then. Yeah. I know, I, know? Would, I, I would. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be on your side. I would go with the call. Yeah. Uh, opinions on Roscommon. Yeah, I mean, I, I you, this is probably a better one for you because I've always been, uh, just from talking to you over the years, I think you're like a secret Ross Common fan and Monaghan fan. Yeah. Because you haven't got too much to shout about with Tipperary and football, but hopefully that'll change. Yeah. But you love Ross Common, you love Monaghan, so go on. Yeah, not in recent times with Tipperary. Like, we won the Munster there in 2020, like, and don't then, you forget. I, I won't, I was, I was, I was uh, really enjoyable, and I loved that. Um, Ross Common, yeah, I think they'll be good, like, when they get the Bridget Spies back, thought they were, I was so impressed with them in the All-Ireland, mm-hmm. and Ben O'Carroll and Enda Smith back, they'll be a different team, and I like Davy Burke. Yeah. And, you know, they had a bad, they had a good league last year. I think they were third. And then they kind of were unlucky in the championship. Lost well, the, that game to Cork. They beat, the beat Mayo then straight after the league. Yeah. And things were really looking good. It was just kind of came, didn't work out for them yeah. in the end. But I know in previous years when they've done bad in the league, they've done good in the championship. True. So I'm not saying they're going to do bad in the league, but I still would fancy them to have a big year despite losing to Tyrone yesterday. So. Yeah, I, I think avoiding relegation is massive for, for Ross Common. Yeah. Staying in Division 1. Because um, look at the... Look how much, how much easier transition periods are when you stay in Division One. Like yeah. Monaghan's probably the best example of that. They've never dipped really, despite such a turnover in players in recent times. Yeah. Um. So if they can stay in Division One and then have a good whack at the championship, they're they're more than capable. Yeah. Of, of doing it. What was the other team? Ross Common and who? Uh. No, just Ross Common. Oh, it was just someone Ross. said um didn't get my jer- uh, didn't get my jersey I wore all year because I was suspended for the final. Everyone else got theirs. <laughs> That's like, a blow, isn't it? That is a blow. Is this county? Uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, this is anonymous, I, I, man. Yeah, that's true. Come on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I, do you get a jersey when you play club? I don't know. It's I've never. Club. <laughs> it must maybe be maybe it's a big club. Yeah, a yeah. rich club that can just hand out jerseys like that. Um, that sounds like a call of managers that you. That man deserves like, a jersey. Well, some well, that jersey's sitting somewhere. Mm. You know, so who's got it? I think yeah, that's yeah. usually a college thing, isn't it? When you get the college jersey at the end of the year. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. it could be a college thing. But yeah. my point being is that like, it's going to be a sole jersey lying in a bag somewhere, or yeah. coaching staff have maybe nicked it. But like he yeah. could have took one for the team getting suspended. Like, yeah, we don't know the manner in which he's his, been suspended. Give yeah, him a, give him his jersey. And has this been because he's been punished? I doubt it. Do you know, like, you're not getting a jersey because yeah. you're suspended for the final. Give him his jersey. Yeah, missing what, the final is punishment enough. What will Mead, this is the last one, what will Mead have to do to overcome Armagh? 
and get, obviously a, next week. get all their players back from Sigerson, according to Colm O'Rourke. Yeah, he's not, <laughs> he doesn't like that, does he? No, every every league now, I, I think, think <laughs> two leagues. Yeah, he's just it's all he wants to talk about is Sigerson. Yeah, um, me they are a young team in fairness. Like yeah. and I, they've they've got a they've got a fair representation there, but I mean, God, most teams do. You know, yeah. right? I don't think it's too. Your man Owen Frayne, he got four from play at the weekend against for man. He plays with Minute. Mm-hmm. So and Shane Walsh is still in DCU and Matthew Costello. So they're three of the main forwards. So he's That's probably fair. more. Still, but still, Drew against Fermanagh. There wasn't it. They drew. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that's not. Do you know if if me they're looking promotion? Yeah. Do you know they would have seen like, at home. Like you would have seen that as a game that you're really gonna have to attack and a draw yeah. is not a good. It's not a good start to it. And Armagh, Armagh weren't brilliant against Leith now. In fairness, no. but they still managed to get over the line and. Uh, the Kalyana fellas are coming back yeah. into the squad this week, so they'll be stronger again. Uh, I don't know. They were very poor in the league last year too. Me, yeah. It was funny, uh, just last thing on that, is Colm Rourke, when he was giving out about Sigerson, he was in the Sunday Independent earlier in the year, and he was like, he was talking about Shane Walsh, he pulled his hamstring. He got like man the match against Cork in the first or second round of the league last oh, year. Oh, that's right, yes. And he pulled his hamstring the Tuesday or the Wednesday. Um... After in the Sigerson Cup match, and Colm Rourke was like, I still shake at the thought of <laughs> that injury. Like, <laughs> to be fair, yeah, and then, and then it did it all sort of unraveled shake in the rage, league. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> I just, thought it was that man hates yeah. universities, <laughs> he's funny, like, in fairness to him, for, for a fellow who's an educator, <laughs> I know, yeah, um, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, that's, that's all our players' problems. Players' we problems. Looking forward to more of these. Yeah, we are. We're maybe going to go into a, a little bit more specific on our question this yeah. week on on Sunday. So keep an eye out for that in our Instagram. You feel free to ask us anything. Um, um, we we won't solve any of your problems, but you know you I can hear us. Some. You know, misery loves comp- company, and, yeah. and we'll ha- we'll give off with you probably maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of Division Two games, we sort of briefly mentioned Donegal uh, beating Cork. It's a big win for Jim McGuinness. Um, after the match, he talked about playing. Well, I, sorry, I, I, to contextualize, I think the big fear about Jim McGuinness coming back is that he's been credited with, like, ruining Gaelic football yeah. and, and bringing players back. And even though he hasn't been involved in 10 years, uh, people still blame him for that. So mm. he's came back now and he's all about sort of, you know, like what we were talking about Kerry doing, that sort of high press yeah. and, and turning the ball over late or, or from the source and attacking with pace and getting the ball up early. And he even mentioned about, like, you know, we've got a lot of fans traveling and you want to entertain them. Yeah. Like, these are things that he's saying. Um, so hopefully, given that he's such a high-profile player or manager, that if he starts doing this team, then the rest of the country will copy that. Yeah. And, and then Gaelic football will be in a healthier place. Yeah, that was what they did yesterday. Yeah. Like, even against the wind in the second half, they pushed up on Cork and were like hounding everyone down and hunting in packs mm-hmm. and you know savaging the Cork boys I remember even the very f- straight after the throw-in they won a free and kicked it forward straight away like Ryan yeah. McHugh I think and I remember last year they played Armagh and Jace McGee won a free at the throw-in and he kicked it backwards like yeah do you know and Jim McGuinness actually said that he was on with Brendan Devenny on his podcast up in Donegal and he said one of the things with Donegal is that when the ball was won it went lateral that was yeah. what Jim McGuinness said and like he's, we want to be aggressive, get up the field and ask questions teams, which is positive that mm-hmm. he will do that. They probably yeah. did that a bit in his first tenure as well. No, they did, just it, lost. especially in 2014 mm. when they reached the all Ireland final that year. They were very, and how they beat Dublin with that sort of, people call it the ambush in, yeah. in, in the in the semi-final stages. No, I thought so. And, they, and they, like I mentioned about uh, Potty Hamsey and Michael McKernan 
beating the blanket defense by taking shots from distance. Yeah. You know, before you would have called that pot shots and, you know, don't be risking that sort of thing. But yeah. when you have players with the capability of doing that, um, and he was definitely back in Donegal, Kieran Thompson's just, like, that's his thing. Yeah. You know, like, Donegal have a lot of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, And they were doing it um, a fair bit. Yeah. Your man, Oshin Gallen. Yeah, and when uh, McBrady comes out, on the loop, yeah. you know, like sometimes he, he can come right reasons, out to, yeah. to the D. He, he's McGee, a, a serious boot on him, like so. That that's definitely one. Uh, we mentioned briefly there, Armagh just getting over the the line against Lowe. Yeah. Lowe was very impressive in that match, but um, Sam Mulroy missed a forty-five just at the death to, to equalize. So Armagh maybe maybe got away with one there. Mm. Kildare and Cavan, this just just throwback straight away. Cavan sixteen points to twelve. And you just sort of think of Kildare last year in the league and my eyes just rolled back up into my head. Do you remember how know, frustrating they, they were? they had a good championship like, to be in Scotland, like. I know. And I suppose maybe that's what Kildare fans will be hoping for. We talked briefly there about Meath and, and Fermanagh. It was a draw. It was a great result for Fermanagh. You know, people have been writing Fermanagh off for years, but they've just been, you know, going about their business, getting promoted, mm. getting slightly better sort of every season under Kieran Donnelly. Um, and who knows, like, they, they could be well in contention for uh, promotion this year. They'll certainly believe that they are. Yeah. Uh, Division three, uh, Clare beat Slego. That was a yeah, mad just game, by a point. Actually, yeah, that was a mad game. There was uh, Clare missed a penalty in injury time, and <sighs> then Emmett De- Slego were down to thirteen men, and Emmett McMahon won a late free and slotted it to win it. So it was a great win for them. That is a great win. They're missing loads actually since last year. Colin Collins as well, Owen mm-hmm. Cleary, Jamie Malone, loads of key men. So yeah. Win. It's definitely a good win. Um, Westmead beat Offaly and Down beat Wicklow. Down maybe maybe the favourites in that Probably. In, in, in that division to get up, especially after having another year under uh, Connor Laverty. Although Antrim mm. got a good win too over Limerick and um, they got the semi final Italian Cup and made a good account of yeah. themselves last year as well. So yeah. you know, there's, a, there's it's all to play for. It's very competitive in them <coughs> uh, divisions. Uh, Division four. Do you want to take it, your beloved uh, Tipperary? Is yeah, disappointing for Tipperary, the loss to Carlo. Conceded three goals, which is obviously disappointing. Leash had a good win. Their goalie, Killian Roach, who's from Clare, uh, transferred to Leash. He scored five points. <laughs> three from play. Fair <laughs> play to him. <laughs> um, which is obviously unreal. Um, Wexford beat London and uh, by four points and Leitrim hammered Waterford. Waterford seemed to be at a really low ebb in football. Yeah, Waterford are definitely struggling and Leitrim are going to be going through. It's, it's, I think it's imperative that they get promoted this year because yeah. just of what happened last year, you know, in terms of the game against New York and Andy Moore and I guess it's his third year in charge, maybe. Yeah, I'd say uh, so at this stage. You know, so if, if, if he's going to get a tune out of them, it'll be this year. But no better start than that to, uh, to do so. So that's all we have time for today. Uh, be sure to tune in next week and we'll catch you then. Sports Joe presents the GAA Hour.